Hello and welcome to um, Hack Public Radio. I am Winter Mute, and with us is. Uh, uh, tell us about yourself, guys. Go ahead, Elon. Oh, sure. Uh, my name is uh, Elon Rubinovich. I'm with the uh, Southern California Linux Expo, and I'm I'm currently the conference chair and uh, and as well as the sponsorship chair for the event. And uh, you know, Orv. Yeah. Orv Beach. Yeah, Orv Beach. I'm the uh, publicity chair for Scale. Excellent. And uh, let me see. Let me uh, bring up my list of questions here. I, I came all prepared with a whole list. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what do you, what do you um, give? Why don't you guys? Um, Give us an overview, some of, some an overview of some of the uh, current papers that have been presented. That you mean that are scheduled to be presented? Yeah, yeah. Sure. You know, some of the more interesting. Um, we've got uh, we've got uh, uh, quite a few presentations this year. Um, one of our, our our two keynotes this year are going to be uh, uh, Joe Zonker uh, Brockmeyer from uh, OpenSUSE and Novell as well as uh, Bradley Kuhn from the Software Freedom Law Center. And, um, you know, Joe's going to be discussing a bit about uh, about uh, how to how to develop, develop a, you know, community marketing plan for, for an open source project. What what are the, some of the top ten things that you need to do to improve the way uh, you reach new users and new developers, uh, things to that extent, um, as, a, as an open source developer or a community member around an open source project. Um, and then... Uh, you know, Bradley's going to be discussing a, a little bit more about uh, software as a service and and how that interacts with uh, you know free and open source software and and, and licensing uh, around that. Awesome. So those should be two very uh, exciting keynotes uh, to start out with. So. Awesome. Um, what else besides besides talks do you have going on? Do you have, do you have vendors that come in? Uh, yeah, so we have uh, we have an expo floor that's about that we have an expo floor uh, at scale. It's uh, you know that has has a number of different exhibitors. Uh, you know, it's generally we generally have somewhere between you know 70, 70 and eighty years exhibitors each year. And uh, what we try to do is we try to make sure that about half of those are open source non and nonprofit groups. Everything from you know Fedora and Ubuntu uh, to groups like uh, you know Notmiss has present, has been around in the past. OpenSUSE will be there this year. Um, things like that. And then on the we have we also have a number of sponsors that come out as well, and that's about the other 50% of the expo floor. So companies like IBM, Google, HP, um, you know, who sponsor the event and help you know help help fund us financially, but also help uh, you know keep that also help demo their products on the expo floor, things like that. So um, between the talks and the expo floor, there's a pretty full weekend. Um, we also have a number of other you know sub events that take place around scale that aren't just presentations that are that are exciting as well. And we can talk about those too if you'd like. Sure. Sure. Why don't you uh, go into some of those? Well, so, Orv, do you want to touch on those? Yeah, one thing we've offered for the last two or three years are um, spots for um, birds of a feather meetings, you know, ad hoc meetings. Uh, we offer space for groups to get together uh, at scale, and uh, some of the ones that have signed up so far for BOFs are um, um, ProMongers, uh, there's an open source audio group, MySQL, PostgreSQL. There's another one, Networking for Free Software Activists, and a couple of others, and their slots are about half full. We're offering those to any groups 
that would like to talk. And there's a couple of other events happening. Elon, you want to talk about those? Sure. So one, one, our, our Friday event on Friday, we generally you know reserve uh, reserve some rooms for for very uh, niche tracks. So. Um, for example, we have uh, you know an event this year on women in open source. This will be the, the third year that we're doing that, where uh, women that are involved in the open source community will come and speak about how they got involved, um, some of the projects that they're involved in, and, and you know just just their general experience with open source to try to get uh, you know try to get more more women involved with the project. Um, we also have uh, an event called Open Source Software Education, which you know as the title suggests is about uh, open source software in the K you know K to 12 environment, and so we've invited. Um, teachers and IT personnel from you know from various uh, local school districts and uh, educational organizations to come in and learn about open source tools like wikis and uh, you know email solutions, uh, web filtering, or anything that anything that would really fit in with uh, with with the you know Linux and open source at an educational institution. Um, so that's that's going to be very exciting because it'll be the second year we're doing that. So we're hoping to see uh, you know a strong turnout from the education community. Um, some of the other events that are, are, are fairly new this year are um, we've got some we've got uh, you know the Fedora folks have mentioned that they're going to be coming out and doing their Ambassadors Day this year, uh, and that's that's actually something new just in the last 24 to 48 hours, which is a uh, it's going to be a meeting for uh, for their you know for the for, for their various community members to come in and talk about Fedora and, and, and plan some stuff for the new year. Uh, we'll have some announcements coming out about that, and uh, you know we'll also be inviting back the our healthcare event, which is an open source uh, uh, event around healthcare software that's run by a, another group, and they'll be out this year as well with with two tracks about uh, open source software in the healthcare industry. So there's really uh, whether you know whether you're looking to get general information about Linux and open source at scale, um, or you're looking or you're coming from a very niche perspective and you're looking for it for a you know, specific vertical or a specific uh, uh, type of type of job or area that you're working in. There's uh, there's events for everybody. So. Um, Two other items that uh, Elon didn't mention, in addition to the Fedora Ambassadors Day on Friday, it uh, looks like Zenos Community Day is going to be held on Friday. Um, they'll be coming together. Um, they'll be announcing that soon. It will be a training day for them. Um, looks like Subversion is also coming together, right, Elon? Yeah, so that's the, the we've got the the subversion folks are going to be coming out and doing a, a user community day as, day as well with with presentations specific around the area of, of of subversion and both for developers and users alike. So awesome. So this is all like hot off the presses information. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't I don't believe we've actually uh, announced it anywhere else yet. So you're you've got an exclusive uh, on my publicity to do list. <laughs> nice. So how did you so how did you two get involved with this? Have you been involved have you been involved with this from the beginning? Um we have. Elon wrote up a really good article on it, uh the the history and how it came about. So I can I'll let him recite that. Um sure. So the 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 scale's been around for about this will be our seventh year running the event. Um and we're we're all we're we're all volunteers on the event. It's it's uh you know, completely organized by by the community and and by by a you know a core group uh, a core group of volunteers as well as you know some others that helped join us at the event. Um, so we we started this in 2002 and the first event we held was at USC. But prior to that, a lot of us had been involved with a group called uh, the Lug Fest out of the Simi Conejo Valley, uh, Lug, and that's that that's really where the the roots of scale came. It's basically we were. You know, as as users and 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 community members around open source, we really wanted a place where we could get together with other community members once a year, but also 
uh, you know, get all the presenters that go to that go to the other conferences that were in Los Angeles. There really wasn't much going on in Los Angeles in terms of open source events at the moment, or in Southern California in general. So, um, you know, we all kind of got together and started, you know, brainstorming about ways to do that. And one of the things that you know came out of it was the Southern California Linux Expo. And so, while you know initially it started out as um, you know, very much a user group event. If you you know look at our expo floor from from scale one back in 2002, I think it was uh, it was more than half user groups, if not if you know, and, and and very few actual open source projects. We had some basically a lot of user groups, a couple a couple vendors that were out to help you know sponsor the event, and then just all presentations. Um, and since then, we've we've grown quite a bit. I mean, we went from I think our first year or was about somewhere between four and six hundred attendees. It was about four hundred. Yeah, four hundred attendees, and so we're you know, last year I think we were just under just under 1,300. So it's it's been a fairly sizable growth over the years, and as a result, we're starting to see a lot more, um, you know, well-known speakers coming in from from all over the world, as well as uh, as well as you know exhibitors that are you know lining up to join us. So we've got the actual open source projects coming out to some extent, not just the local user groups demoing the applications, which was great as well. So yeah, they're they're starting to plan their um, their get-togethers around scale, which is uh, beneficial both ways. I think it's great to see. Yeah, we've we've started to sort of become a hub for for the open source community to host their events. So the there's a number of you know while we'll host the main scale event as we mentioned, there's the you know Subversion Days and Xenos Days and uh, you know Fedora Days and uh, different different other groups, and they'll they'll come together and try to host their you know their events as sort of sub conferences to scale. Um, so they they get to benefit from the fact that you know the community is already together in one spot, and we get to get benefit from the fact that we get really interesting folks coming out to do to to talk about their projects. Awesome. Yeah, sounds like uh, it sounds like a lot of fun. I'm. Uh, I wish I could be there. I'm in Ohio, so I'm. Uh, that would be quite a quite a quite a ride for me to go. Well, have you are you are you familiar with the Ohio Linux Fest? Because there's a very similar event to ours hosted uh, out of Columbus. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I've I've heard of it, but I've never I've never had the opportunity to make it down there. They're really worth going to. They're um just tons of fun. Um. Uh, Linux World is a huge event, but over the last number of years, it's got increasingly commercial. Um, they've kind of pushed the community out a bit. And um, Elon, you had mentioned that some of the vendors were a little upset about that because they get a lot of input from the community. Do you want to comment on that? Um, yeah, it, yeah, the vendors have started to have, have mentioned that they're, you know, that a lot of our vendors have started to mention that. Well, for one thing, they get a lot, you know, they get a lot better bang for their buck at at scale from the from both both by being able to work with the community and get you know get their input and build build communities around their projects, but also because um, the people that are coming out to scale are, are generally very excited about you know the technologies and and about the about the products that they have to offer. So. They're coming in and they're having very serious discussions with them about, you know, how the technology works and what it's, you know, and and you know where it can be improved, where where it makes sense in their organizations, things to that extent. Whereas um, they found that a lot of times when they go to some of the larger events, and I, you know, I don't want to single out, you know, Linux World, which is I think it's actually Open Source World these days. Um, when when they go to those events, they you know they get a lot of people coming around looking for swag, and while that's while that's great and it's good to get your name out there, it's not necessarily the, where you're going to meet your customers. So. Yeah, and it's not necessarily um, the sole thing to do is to just go and get swag. So it, you know, we found they've they've started to find that you know scale, like I said, is a is a really good bang bang for their buck in terms of you know getting there, getting together, and maybe meeting with a smaller group of people, but they're a lot more focused on on actually wanting to learn about your products and learn about uh, learn about your services. So. And the comment uh, you made in that article you you wrote up 
Elon, was very pertinent that a lot of times they're looking for IT decision makers. We do have a fair number of them coming by, but we also have a lot of uh, decision influencers, IT workers, and college students who will be future IT decision influencers. So Correct. the smart vendor knows that they come here and show up very early on and get in the minds of their future customers. Hmm? Does that sound too commercial? <laughs> <laughs> well, regardless, it's uh, I, I think it's true for our for, for our vendors, and we, we do a fairly good job of balancing the community and, and the vendors, and I think everybody comes out happy in the end. So, yeah, it's a... Uh, yeah, and um, how has your how has your experience with um, setting up Linux World and running Linux World uh, changed your thoughts and ideas about Linux and uh, open source software in general? Um, it's re you mean organizing and being involved with Scale? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's I have to say it's 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 reduced my 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 some of the other community involvements that I've that I've done in the past. Unfortunately, we spend. What is it, or of about eight months out of the year working on scale these days? So yeah, I don't tend to get, I don't get to attend as many log meetings as I used to, and, and, and you know, and would normally love to attend. But um, it's for me, it's been a real educational experience. I get to meet with a lot of folks that I, you know, normally wouldn't probably wouldn't get to meet with, and learn about their projects and the, and the, you know the work that they're doing. Um, it's 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 also been very helpful in my career as I go out and you know as I go out and work on my on my day job as a systems administrator. Um, it's you know more than once gotten my foot in the door just by the fact that I say, hey, I'm one of the co-organizers of Scale, and they say, oh, I love Scale. Why don't you come on by? <laughs> so, uh, and it's 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 been uh, it's definitely been interesting. So, Orv, how about how about yourself? Well, I don't know if it's uh, hurt my helped my career any uh, or not. Uh, I'm an IT director at a hospital, by the way. Um, I'm slightly older than the rest of the guys. <laughs> <laughs> slightly. Um, he, he yells at us to get off his lawn sometimes. <laughs> That's right. Well, I'm probably younger than all of you. I'm 19. You're probably oh geez. Uh, you know, we've got a our, our webmaster's probably about your age. <laughs> no, he's uh he's 22 now, Elon. Oh, I guess I'm I'm losing track of time. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the club. Anyway, yeah. what were we talking about? Before we got yeah. Uh, well, he was asking how your uh, he was asking us how how scale has changed our perspective on the open source community and and uh, you know, and and in, in, in general. Being well, I've always been a student of uh, open source. I've been in it since '96. It's been fun to watch it grow uh, from the very beginnings. And being on the publicity side, um, very early on, I was um, <laughs> pimping open source to local PC clubs. So I've been on the publicity and advocacy side from day one. And being involved with Scale, I've had a chance to rub shoulders with other like-minded people, some of the bloggers and. Um, uh, writers in the open source community. Um, that has helped my skills and the contacts have made it just that easier to help uh, um, promulgate the, the idea of open source events. And uh, I've got some ideas going forward uh, about uh, the, width, the width and breadth of the open source uh, shows that I want to talk to Elon about later on, but that's for a different conversation. But it's been very beneficial. Cool. Cool. And uh, your, your last point brings me to my next question. Um, what do you both see as part of the future for uh, Linux and open source software in general? Well, I can start off by saying that my organization 
um, purchased 18,000 desktop licenses from Novell last fall, and we've stated that we're going to move towards an open source uh, platform as much as possible. Does that answer your question? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've, we've never been a captive Microsoft shop. Most hospitals and healthcare organizations came up through Novell Network, so it's an easy slide over to uh, Novell's uh, SLED and SLES, and um, uh, a lot of the guys up at corporate IT have fallen in love with packages like Plone and Drupal and uh, things like that, and uh, they've gotten a lot more productive due to the fact that they can try a product and roll it out and roll out websites um, um, very, very quickly. So it's been very beneficial for my company. Awesome, awesome. Um, and, you know, from, from my end, uh, just an observation, it's just, you know, as scale grows, we definitely, we, uh, you know, we can tell by the, you know, the way scale has been growing that, you know, the open source community in general has also grown quite a bit from, from the beginning. Um, you know, there's not as many folks showing up and saying what is Linux to that extent, but uh, you know, just everything from the from the from the desktop to things on the server end and the corporate end have just improved in leaps and bounds over the last uh, seven years or so as, as since we've been running the event, and we we can only expect that it's going to keep growing at this pace, um, especially especially as the especially as the economy starts to you know starts to to slow down a bit. Um, it's going to be really important for folks to be able to get the best you know the best bang for their buck as they're as they're investing in their IT infrastructure, and I think Linux and open source is really the place to do that. And um, I can I can relate on the non-commercial on the desktop side. I mentioned I've been giving talks about uh, uh, Linux and open source to PC clubs for over 10 years now. Uh, there's a club in the San Fernando Valley here in Southern California um, called Tugnet, and I've been giving talks every 12 to 18 months for I don't know five or six years now. And the first couple, all I got was puzzled looks. And then over the years, more people started nodding. And then uh, about two years ago, they asked us to do an install fest at one of their clubs. And by the way, these, these Windows PC clubs typically run two to 400 members. They're quite large. Um, their, their, their membership is substantially older than people in the open source. But free software sounds really good to these folks. A lot of them are retired. But in any case, um, they started paying more and more attention. More and more people started showing up. Um, the last one I gave there, uh, I got mugged, and all of my swag and CD giveaways was gone before they even got seated. Uh, wow. So um, they've really gotten the idea, and they, in fact, spun off a special interest group, Linux group, that has about a dozen members, and they're very happy to be uh, on a stable operating system, and they're having a ball. They're not learning real quickly, but they're just having fun, and that's, you know, that's, that's part of it is seeing people learn. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I myself can testify to the fact that um, the desktop Linux experience has vastly improved since I first uh, got involved with Linux back in uh, 2003, I think it was. I started with uh, I started with uh, Red Hat 7 on a uh, original Pentium. <laughs> I remember in the old days. <laughs> exactly. Well, I, I won't t say any more except my first Linux install was 16 floppies. Oh. And no X. Yeah. It was grim. And those those were the bad old days. I'm I'm very happy to see those days gone. And uh, I've got um, three technicians working for me here. Um, and, and they're pretty smart, but they didn't have too much Linux experience until I started forcing it on them last year. And um, they've been learning SLED and Fedora. And one of them... Uh, uh, 
who's learning quite quickly but grumbles a lot about it because he likes to grumble. But he did an Ubuntu installation the other night at home, and he mentioned uh, <laughs> how brain-dense simple it was. So we've come a long ways. Indeed, indeed, yes. I, I myself currently run the KDE version of Ubuntu. I do that also at home. Yep. I, I'm quite happy with it. Um, my, my wife's workstation runs Fedora and has since it was, um, I don't know, Red Hat 9 about three or four years ago. There's no Microsoft in our house. Uh. <laughs> yeah, on, on our end, it's, we're, we're pretty much Ubuntu users at, at home. So. Mm -hmm. I even, even recently converted the wife off her Mac onto, onto Ubuntu. So. Wow. Oh wow! Yeah, taking some. I'm impressed. So, yeah. Well, I, you know, you, I, I got her, we we got her a new toy, and it was a netbook, and you know, the, we could, it was it was either XP or, or or Ubuntu, and I think we both felt that uh, Ubuntu would have been a better choice. So. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, darn it! I forgot what I was gonna say. Um. Oh. Never mind. Um. So what do you guys that leads me to my next question. Um what do you guys do in your spare time? What spare time? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um well, um something I've revived recently, um my mom was a long-time genealogist in our family and I've after she passed away I computerized all of her records and back then it was Family Tree Maker under Windows and I was looking for a package to uh migrated to because that was the only thing I was booting into Windows for and I found a package called Gramps which is a genealogy program and back then it was pretty rough and I watched it and over the months and years a couple years later it was solid enough and I moved all my data over there and it's just grown into a tremendous package so uh, I spend um, I don't know three or four hours a month uh, updating it with births, deaths, marriages and stuff because it's, uh, it's got 4,600 people in it and that's a lot of data. Um, but that's a that's a, a nice application that's uh, pretty much non-geek, and uh, I use it as an example for things that you know ordinary computer-using people at home might want to use. Yeah, I myself, uh, I've 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 always been pretty far removed from the ordinary computer person. I started programming when I was in uh, freshman in high school in uh, C++. <laughs> a geek from the word go, huh? Exactly. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I started out in ham radio before there were computers. I've just kind of moved over into computers. Um, the other thing I'm doing these days, I'm uh, running uh, Cat5 cable throughout the attics and buying TVs and prepping to get a Myth TV server running uh, in the workshop with a couple front ends throughout the house. So that's my current project. Nice. Oh, by the way, I was asked to mention, uh, well, uh, today and tonight, that uh, Myth TV is now known as Linhez, Linux Home Entertainment System. Uh, is that Myth TV or the Not Myth guys? Oh, the Not Myth, yeah. Not okay. Myth. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we'll make sure to mention that moving forward. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Very cool. So you you were asking about uh, you know hobbies. Um, I think similar to Orv, my my time's pretty much all taken up by work and by scale, but. Uh, one thing I wanted to just mention is I'm one of the co-organizers for uh, co-organizers for Geek Pack, uh, an organization that's been uh, starting the last year and a half or so. It got really at our kickoff event at the last scale, uh, and we're we lobby around uh, issues uh, pertaining to information rights, copyright reform, um, thing you know things to that nature, open formats. 
and you know we've in the last year or so I've been going around to all the Linux conferences and giving presentations on that. So it's uh, if anybody's out there is interested in those topics, uh, geek-pack.org is the uh, is, is our website. So. Very cool. Very cool. So it sounds like you both uh, are very busy men. There's not much downtime, that's for sure. Yeah. It's uh it's 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 more fun that way. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Well, scale is a, a a pretty worthy cause, we believe. I mean obviously we're volunteers and we put in a lot, a lot of hours and we do it for the joy of seeing the show come across and seeing so many people on the expo floor. It's uh, quite a rush to see uh shoulder to shoulder people in the aisles. Yep. Yeah. And um what do you guys see as the future of scale itself? Uh, it's going to be we're, 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 it's something that that's something we're all kind of talking about and what you know where to go next. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens as the next over the next couple of years as you know as regional shows start to be more of the focus. Uh, it seems that there's uh, Linux and open source events you know uh, similar to our own popping up in every in every you know corner. Um, there's you know there's the one we mentioned in Ohio. There's two in Florida. There's one in Atlanta. There's another one in uh, Indiana as well as uh, you know North Carolina. So they're they're all over the place. Um, and I I'm sorry I forgot to mention Linux Fest Northwest, which is up in Seattle. Um, and it seems like each year there's another one or two being founded. So it's going to be interesting to see how all the all the events start to you know to where where we can find ways to collaborate as well as. Uh, you know how the community takes to them and and starts maybe moving away from some of the more national events. Cool. Cool. Another thing that's interesting, although we're the two things interesting about scale, um, it's the SoCal Linux Expo. But I've been noticing, I think last year, 15% of our ticket sales came from out of state. Uh, quite a few uh, from the East Coast and the like. So we may be a regional show, but we're increasingly drawing nationally. And the other thing is, um, we have Linux in the title, but we're not, you know, exclusive Linux. Uh, last year we had all three BSDs there. We had Haiku, we had React OS. So when it comes to the flavor of the OS, we're kind of agnostic as long as it meets the litmus test of being open source software. Very cool. Very cool. We just couldn't figure out an acronym to replace scale that would yeah. be pronounceable. There's a there's been a number of recommendations, but a lot of times they end up sounding like diseases. So we That's try right. to we try to stay away from them. <laughs> yeah, people went with the wrong idea. A single syllable acronym is probably about as good as we'll ever do. Scale. Yep. Hard to believe we're on the seventh year already, Elon. Yeah, it's uh, when we kicked this off. I was uh, what was my, I was just barely starting my first year of college, and <laughs> uh, it's been what seven years now. Wow. Yeah. The uh, the posters we printed for the first one said first annual, so uh, we were really optimistic back then that there would be a second one. Yeah. So. Very cool. Very cool. Well, um. Oh, um. Do you? What do you both see? Um. Do you expect the uh, subgroups? Um, that you mentioned, the education, um, women in open source, do you um, expect those to grow at, you know, at like tremendous rates or anything? Um, I, we're not, you know, we try to, we try to do those events as, you know, something new every year, although we've, in the last couple of years, we've, we've seemed to, you know, stick to, we, we seem to stick to a few topics just because they've been successful. Um, our goals with those are really to, 
you know, foster new events. Um, what we did with one of the events that we, we recently spun off is the is the demonstrating open source healthcare solutions event that's uh, you know, that's it's gonna be held at scale this year, but it's no longer run by the by the scale organizers. Uh it got to the point where it was large enough and successful enough on its own to, to kind of sustain itself. Um, so, you know, the some of the committee members around that took that and turned it into their own event. And we're I think we're we're happy to do that with as many events as, as, as we can. We really want to be a bit of an incubator for the community, um, help build up new events, help build up new educational opportunities, and then, you know, see if they can fly. Yeah, you know, who knows? If somebody says, hey, I want to do a, a one-day conference at scale on open source software for manufacturing or marketing or something, we might start them off with a single track one year like we did with Docs, uh, the healthcare uh, track. Uh, the first year it was single track, and then the yep. next two years it was two tracks, and um, uh, the other two are still single track, but, you know, we're always willing to try something new. Um, cool. Well, just wanted, just wanted to take a minute, and, you know, I know that you've played our, I think you've played our promo code, our, our, prom, our audio promo in the past, but just mentioned that, you know, registration for scale is still open, uh, and if, you know, anybody wants to check out uh, that you know, register for the event or get more details about it. It's www.socallinuxexpo.org, uh, and uh, you know if they use the promo code podcast, or I'm sorry, if they use the promo code cast, C-A-S-T, they'll uh, you know they'll get a, a they'll they'll get 40% uh, off, I believe it is, so uh, off registration, and that's uh, February 20th through the 22nd. But the early bird registration expires on the 19th. Uh, evening of the 19th, which is five days from now, and the registration price goes up after that. So if they are thinking about attending scale, they should do it this week. Yep. Register, I mean. That that yeah, yeah. Very cool. Well, um, I came to the I I've come to the end of my um, prepared questions. Um, so. Uh, I, I think we've I think we've done a pretty good job of, of, of covering covering it all today. I mean, I I, I just want to again invite everybody to you know attend attend the show in in February and um, you know if you if you get a chance, stop by and you know look for either or for myself or any of the other guys and just say hello and we, you know we're always looking to meet all of our attendees. Although there's these days there seems to be too many to shake everybody's hand, but yeah, I can't even keep track of all the press people that show up anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, like, uh, like you said before we started recording, uh, there's no bad publicity. Growth is good. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, I want to thank you both for being on the show. Um, I know I had fun. I know I know that I found this very informative. We're happy to be here. Yeah, we're happy to be here as well. And um, if anybody's out there listening, uh, when when will this be uh, airing? You know? Um, sometime within the next. Um, I, we try to release the show. Um, we try to release a new show every day. Okay. So we'll, well, if, have this up it, by Thursday or Friday. Okay. Well, if uh, if anybody's interested, we'll also be on the Linux Link Tech Show this week. So we, you know, we'd love to have uh, you know people join in on the IRC channel and ask us questions if they're interested. Cool. Cool. Alrighty. And uh, we'll, uh, thank you all for listening. And uh, we'll see you all next time. Bye bye now. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you.
Whether you've merely heard of Linux or consider yourself an expert, here's your chance to learn more about it at the Southern California Linux Expo. For 2009, Scale 7X has added two new tracks for developers and beginners. We'll have over 60 speakers who will cover the latest topics in open source software, and the expo floor will have more than 80 booths featuring commercial and non-profit organizations showing their products and software. The Friday special sessions have returned with Docs, the open source conference for healthcare. Women in open source will reprise their conference, as will the open source software and education conference. The Southern California Linux Expo is February 20th, 21st, and 22nd, 2009 at the Westin LAX Hotel in Los Angeles. For more information or to register for the expo, visit SoCalLinuxExpo.org. Use promo code CAST, C-A-S-T, for 40% off of your registration, and we'll see you at Scale7X. Thank you for listening to Hacker Public Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.